0: This is Ignite.
1: You're welcome, PTA. Please have a seat,
2: the hot seat. How are you doing? Thank you, guys, for having me. I'm grateful. How are you doing
1: today, Ma? I'm good. You good? Are you ready? We're ready for you, PTA. Okay, guys, so we're going to get started. Like I said, you can always send your questions, um, on Slido, love life, hashtag love life with PTA, or you can walk up to the mics and we'll go accordingly. All right, so PTA, let's get started and questions are interesting. All right. So first one, are you gonna, okay, PTA, okay. I think there's a problem and I'm getting worried. I keep getting approached by guys that I am not attracted to and I think it's honestly frustrating because I want to let them down easy but some of these people are persistent. Hmm. Hmm. I know this is not ideal because the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from God and that God will grant us the desires of our heart. My question is, why am I not seeing an alignment between what I want and the people who are approaching me? What do you think I
2: can do about it? Okay. Let me try and answer that, right? So the people approaching um, the lady are not the people she necessarily wants oh, no, to... No, she's... Okay. So, the way it works is, um, we believe the Bible, do we? The Bible is our reference point. And the Bible says, every good and perfect gift, it comes from above, from the Father of glory, in whom there is no variableness or shadow of turning. So, what that tells me is that only a good gift will come from God. No good gift will He withhold from you. So what that tells me as well is, uh, that's Psalm 84 verse 11. No good gift will He withhold from you. What that tells me as well is that the gift that would benefit your life, that would favor your life, is what God will give you. So in as much as you feel that these people coming to you, because I did not hear in that, and I might be wrong, I did not hear in that question that she prayed about the people coming or she did anything like that. And without prayers, you cannot necessarily say the people that are coming, the guys that are coming to you, um, you're not... Um, at, uh, you're not attracted to them yes you're not attracted to them the physical attraction is not the only attraction it's a major attraction but it's not the only attraction there are some people that necessarily you might not be attracted to them physically but you're attracted to their character you're attracted to different things in them you're attracted to their intelligence you cannot go out and i must emphasize that so that you don't run away with Uh, pta said if we're not attracted we should marry i didn't say that you cannot um you cannot um marry or go out with somebody you are not attracted to you have to be attracted to something either it's their mental um, uh, their intelligence or their physical attraction but we always start from the physical attraction But in the book of, I think it's 2 Samuel, and you can look for that for me, uh, where it says, God looks at the heart. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God Almighty looks at the heart. So for this person, I would expect that you should pray to actually know what God wants for you, not just look at the Outward appearance. You know, I think it's Second, second Samuel 16 or first, something. First Samuel 16. First Samuel 16. Yeah, read it, please. Um, and it says,
1: any translation?
2: No, NKJV. NKJV. Okay.
1: And it says, but the Lord said to Samuel, "Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance,
2: but the Lord looks at the heart." Okay, that scripture for anyone that wants to get married, you should have it in your toolbox. So that for every time somebody comes to you, you might be looking at the outward appearance, but the Lord is the one that looks at the heart. You know, um, and you have to allow the Holy Spirit to help you look at the heart. This is a scripture that, you know, once somebody comes to you, you need to pray this scripture and say, God, what are you saying? Is this the person? Is this not the person? Is this, does my assignment align with this person? Do we have synergy? Without you even having a lot of interaction yet, because God is the one that looks at the heart. You can't see the heart. You are just looking at the, oh, he's tall, six foot. He's, um, um, what's it he called now? What do you call that? Um, yeah, he's got abs. Yeah, he's got, you know. He's gone into the gym, it's, it's doing, you know, everything is, you know, pristine, he dresses well, it looks good, you know? And you think, oh, he's a man of my dream. But the question is, does he have character? Is he godly? Are you gonna get married to him and all he wants to do, even though you met him in church, is to club. And you are thinking to yourself that's not what i want for my life but what he wants to do because he's not mature is a man but he's a boy the bible says a man shall leave when he comes to marriage not a boy will run away so in that case you're looking at it and you're thinking to yourself is this person a boy or a man is he mature so all those things you cannot you cannot you wouldn't know and the same thing for a lady as well you cannot tell only god can tell and that's where god comes into play you have to be attracted to the person that you're going to go out with or caught or whatever however commit it into god's hands the physical case it's not the only form of attraction thank you
1: wow can we give it up a Priti, wow a man leaves and a boy runs away
2: thank
1: you very much Priti. that was Quite insightful. All right. So we'll continue to the next question. And it says, hi, PTA. It's a bit of a long one. My ex and I broke up a few months ago after much discipline from God. We don't speak anymore and aren't connected on social media, but I can't seem to get over them. I've erased as much of them from my life as possible and always try shutting down any ideas about us getting back together. I did, or I do, genuinely care about them even now, and can't help but to pray for things they're doing now. I wonder if they ever figured out things. I wonder if they ever figured out things that they were struggling with when we were together, and simply wish we could catch up as distant friends. I've prayed about this many times, but I just seem to be lacking the key
2: to moving on and letting go. What would you advise? Not knowing the whole um, premise of that question, but I'm just gonna pick on some things. Um, not knowing the whole, naiads, but from experience, um, when you've gone out with someone for a while, dating, cutting, whatever the case might be, and that's why it's dangerous for dating without having the concept of cutting. Um, one of the things that, uh, that makes it so difficult and you have a soul tie so because that's a soul tie right there, when you find it difficult to move on. Um, for most part, not all the time, not all the time, but for most part, it's because there's been an inordinate, um, um, how do you put it now? Uh, you slept together, you've, you've had sex. Wow, like a pin, pew, like a pin, mom. You can't hear anything. Yeah, that makes it so difficult. Not all the time, but for most part. And that's why, you know, God says, let go of fornication. Leave fornication alone. If you cannot it, then don't go out with someone yet until you know that, you know what, I'm going to go out with this person and bang, it's leading us up to marriage. Soul tie is something that you need to pray about. And that's why she's finding it difficult to move on not knowing the whole basis of that question just taking it um, on experience one of the things that she needs to do is she needs to because she can't do it by herself she needs to walk up to you know if she comes to this house you need to walk up to one of the ministers one of your pastors and let them pray for you and break that soul tie what you have is a soul tie which most probably needs, you know, it starts from the fact that maybe you've slept with that person. And so it's difficult to let go. So the, what you need to do is you need someone that can break that soul tie. That's what is needed in that. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, PTA. Wow, that's amazing. Also, if you're wondering, the ministers that PTA was talking about is Pastor J, Pastor O, Pastor Coco and Pastor Chi Baby Girl. Okay. <laughs> All right, so next question is going to be from Slido. And it says Dear PTA, I like this guy in church. We are good friends already, and I've tried to indicate my interest with no results. Can a girl ask a guy out for coffee?
2: And oh no. <laughs> N-O-N-O With a capital N Does that that answer that question? a A girl cannot go ask a boy out Remember our parameters is what? What is our reference point? Please tell me somebody that asked somebody out our reference point is not social media. Hello? It's a capital no. I'm not going any further than that. No. Uh, okay. So,
1: no. Turn to your lady friend and say no. Just turn to your friend and say no. <laughs>
2: okay. You know one of the reasons that, is, that this is such a, a major issue? Every one of those people that I've written out there, not one time have they said, oh, you know, I've gone to pray about it. I've gone. If you go to pray about it, the same God that can speak to you and is making you like, we make him like as well and the two will cut to and you know, you'll get a good equation. <laughs> go and pray and stop taking everything on face value. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, BTA. <laughs> Hold on. They don't like hearing that one. <laughs> so guys, go
1: ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Okay, you can figure it out. Um so we're gonna take one question on the floor. So make sure you introduce yourself, your name, you greet our lovely pastor, and then you can go with your question. We'll start from the side. Good
0: afternoon, Pastor Topic. My name is um, my question is based on something that Pastor Wally preached uh last week. Um, so something he said was that where you guys are now in your marriage, 20 years, years in, is not where you were at the start of um, your journey. So from that statement, I'm drawing that on both ends, there are things that both of you had to work on. Um, now, one of the five points that he gave about great relationship, great relationships was grit. So now my question is, in between when um, you're in Marriage, or you're in a relationship, and you're making those adjustments there. Of this is what I need to work on. This is what she needs to work on. How do you find the balance between um, grit and you know when those adjustments are being made? Um, it's not always you know you can talk about something once, but they may not necessarily get it then, and there may be some frustrations as you're navigating through that. So where do you find the balance between? Um, making adjustments and persevering in the relationship
2: okay, okay so with greed, um, um grit is not something that comes it it, it it takes a while it takes different situations of life that you get into so um for us for for instance we had faced different um situations that actually opened us up on now you know on getting to that point at the initial stage of the relationship um, you really don't know what to expect but as you go on you face different circumstances that requires that um, that that requires grit for instance and what is grit grit is you able to face it head on and be able to go on regardless you know against all odds um, that comes with experience. It comes with the different situations of life that comes to you. You don't develop that. Um, you might have a bit of it. I think for every one of us, there's a little bit of it here and there. But you don't develop it until you're faced with a trial. It is the trial that actually fine-tunes you and you know, make you into who you are. And so with that, the balance is for you to know and for your partner to also know Um, your person. There's so much each person can take. You don't want to load um, your partner with more than what they can take. So for every person, you have so much of what you can do. You have your strength, you have your weaknesses, okay? And, you know, when you know the strength and the weaknesses of your partner, then you are able to help them and guide them, you know, towards that which will bring about, um, develop that level of um, steadfastness, grit, and all that in them. I don't know if that answers your question. It did. Yeah. Thank okay. Thank you very much. You.
1: Okay, guys, we're gonna continue with some of the questions we already received, um, and then we're gonna take one more audience, but let's go on with the next question.
2: So, so you take the three of them. Okay, that's good.
1: Um, but next question, and then we'll come back to the audience. That's a bit sensitive hello pta i love my fiance but he's overweight and makes no effort in that area my fear is that if he makes no effort now he never will what can i do
2: wow 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 Is overweight yes sir that that's a man um, so it's a lady because she,
1: she, she said I love my fiance but he is overweight oh, is ah,
2: okay so I mean that's if you're not attracted to the person don't go ahead if it's your fiancé and you feel he's overweight and he's not ready to lose that weight for his person, not for you now. Because if it's for you, if he does it, it's still gonna it's gonna go back one way or the other. But if he feels that it's like an else situation or something and he decides to do it, whatever it is, you know, let me say something. Whatever it is that um when when you're in a relationship, the person has to be able to do it for their person. You can encourage, you can help them, but first and foremost, they have to want something for them. So, say for instance, with being overweight, if he needs to lose weight, he has to see that I want to lose weight for my person and I want to lose weight because maybe for my health or maybe I want to, you know make sure that this body services me well i don't want to die young there has to be a motivation that is outside of you if you cannot have a a discussion about it without getting into a fight i'm not sure you guys love each other i'm not sure because i should be able to tell you that you know what you're overweight and I think we need to do we need to do something about it. Now you need to do something about it. In that case you know I'm being I'm, empath, I'm empathizing with you and I'm trying to get you to get out of that zone but in a case where you feel he's overweight and you can't talk to him about it it becomes difficult because that means that you will find it difficult to discuss difficult things because being overweight and telling someone that they are overweight is a difficult thing to discuss but if you're heading to the aisle to get married you must be able to discuss everything nothing should be put under the table everything should be on the table there should be no off-limit discussion if if he's overweight let's talk about it how can we make it happen what do we need to do do we need to go to the gym together do we need to cut the food that we eat you know do, you, do i need to help you without that if you cannot discuss that and you're talking about this this way i'm not sure you know how that because you're going to resent that eventually you're going to resent him for being overweight if you eventually get married so discuss it that would be my advice put it on the table discuss it and say we need to do something about it, not you need to do something about it. Thank you.
1: I love that, Pitya. Teamwork, teamwork. Thank you, mom So we're going to go on to the next question, and it says, as a guy, how do I get over a breakup? It's so hard, and there's a lot of pain and heartbreak that I've been praying for God to heal me from, but I still feel broken inside. I'm scared and concerned about my future relationships since I'm still trying to recover and I want to be made whole emotionally and mentally before entering into another relationship. Thank
2: you and God bless you. I've answered that, I think. I think I answered that just now. Um, Like I said, young adults, you never say the whole story. You say it in bits and pieces that breakup you know like i said and i'm saying again for most part is because you've slept with the person and so it's difficult to move on so you need to go to god and tell god to take that to take it out of you and god will and if it's a case of a soul tie then you break the soul tie your pastors are here they can help you so i've answered that
1: thank you very much Peter okay so we're gonna go back to the audience questions um and then you can go just introduce yourself greet pta and tell us your question
0: good afternoon pta uh thank you very much for today and for all that you've been doing uh you mentioned that my name is Kivati, by the way you mentioned that god has created a life partner with a similar assignment to yours i have two questions based on that for one how do you know your assignment and the second is when you are courting someone, how do you and your partner know that you have matching assignments?
2: Okay. I wanted to recommend a book um, to you. Um, it was a book we, we read on, on that girl, Montreal. <laughs> so it talks about, it's by Mike Mudok on the assignments very simple. It will show you, you know, your assignment is based on a geographical location. Your assignment um, is based on different, that is the book you need to read. You will know what, you know, not necessarily tell you exactly what your assignment is, but reading through the book, it would, you will be able to decipher um, what you are called to do to a large, to to a large extent. So that's a first read. If you need some other ones, we can talk and I will recommend more to you. Um, The second question, let me get that again.
0: How do you and your partner know that you guys have matching assignments?
2: Okay, the way to know the way to, to pick that out is always based on your vision. So being the man, the man has a vision that this is what I wanna I want to do, or this is where I see myself um, in the next couple of years. Based on that vision, as when the man, so when the guy shares a vision, a guy that does not share vision with you, please don't go out with them. You, you are wasting time. Yeah, you are wasting. Girls, clap. You need to <laughs> clap on that one. Yeah, if he doesn't know where he's going, then he's not going to be able to lead you when he doesn't know where he's going. So the first place that starts from, and there's quite a number of guys here that I've interacted um, with that know exactly what they want to do in life. And I'm grateful to God for that. But having said that, if a guy doesn't know where he's going, please don't follow him. Don't even go out with him. First thing you ask him, what do you want to do with your life? Okay. okay so that part so Kibati, what that means like you have a vision i know for sure you have a vision based on that vision whoever you're gonna go out with or you're gonna get married to eventually has to be able to fit into that vision so if you take myself i didn't set out to do what we're doing right now what we wanted to do when we you know when we were dating was that um, PWA is a pharmacist and he wanted to have, you know, pharmaceutical company like all over, you know, um, Florida. And that excited me. Um, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Soft life. Okay. You guys don't want the truth. You don't want the truth. That excited me. He excited me a lot and um, the um, the house, the swimming pool. We used to dream a lot then and that's the truth. And when he, when he said, you know, he's going to have pharmacies and I'm going to be able to, we will run it together. <laughs> that was because I know that that's part of my own gifting. The, the way he walks is when the mother of Jesus, when he saw the mother of John the Baptist. Because the assignment was connected, something very important happened. And that's the test point. When the mother of Jesus, Mary, saw Elizabeth. Elizabeth was pregnant six months. The mother of Mary just had the the angel appear to, to her. But when they saw each other, Elizabeth mentioned something in the book of Luke. Luke chapter 2, I believe it is. It said, the baby leaped in me. When a vision is shared with you, the baby of that vision has to leap in you. That's how you know that you are connected to that person. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So in a case where you share a vision or you have a vision for your life, that this is what i want to do and you've prayed and that's where it starts from it starts from prayer before you go and approach anybody Um, excuse me i like you it's not where it starts from it starts from father lord you don't you've not even spoken to the person you go and pray first after you've prayed then you go to the person and in the bit of you talking you will get to know whether you guys, this is the friendship level, you will get to know whether that person will go in the same place because that is the litmus test. Your vision as a man must excite whoever it is that you want to go out with. If it doesn't excite them, if you say, for instance, I don't know, you say, oh, I want to become the prime minister of, of Canada. And that person said, mm, mm, I want to live in Africa. It's not going to work it doesn't it doesn't that's location it doesn't tally so you're going out with someone that person wants to live in you want to live in canada the man wants to live in america Ah, uh, uh, it will work so you know that based on whatever vision the man for the ladies whatever vision the man shares there must be a witness in you. You must find excitement in it, even though you don't know the ramification of the, of the business, of the vision. As of today, we don't own one pharmacy, not one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, because God had other plans, right? Because you only see in parts. Does that answer your question?
0: Yes, thank you very much. Uh, thank you
2: very much, Peter.
0: For- I
1: love that make sh- you can have a witness that's amazing PTA. thank you very much for that even for myself it's kind of clarified some things <laughs> thank you ma'am <laughs> all right so we can go to the next one you can go and just introduce yourself and go with your question um good good afternoon pta my name is vera um my question is like as an individual man or woman do you reckon that like we have to be like a hundred percent figured out before we like pursue love in the sense where like okay um you're... can you come in a little bit closer to okay sorry thinking. okay yeah that you have to be a hundred percent figured out in the sense where like okay you're figuring out your health your relationship with god financial like freedom and all of that do you reckon that we have to be like a hundred percent there before we pursue love or we can be figuring that out at the
2: same time as pursuing love a hundred percent figured out before what before pursuing love or like a relationship okay so we know in part you cannot figure everything out but you can be in what is called a journey of consistency what that means (laughs) what that means is that concerning your health concerning all the different things you've You've started on a journey. You cannot figure it out, but you can start that journey of consistency in which you know your health to a large extent, you know what's going on there. Um, what else did you mention? Um, oh, relationship. Really your with finances, finances, you have yeah. a you, you you will never be able to figure it out. So, for instance, no matter how um ready you get, you will not be able to save enough money to buy a house. But then, when you get married, you might have gifts from your parents. You might have gifts from friends. So, you can't figure it out, but you can start on a journey. So, for your finances, for instance, you can start on a journey of putting something aside. Start the journey of consistency. Not so much of you looking at, um, oh, I have to have everything all sorted out before I go on. It doesn't work that way. Start on a journey of being consistent with what you have. Start with what you have. On the way to where you are going, you will get there eventually. But what you have right now in your hand is very important. And use that. And start with that. Does that make sense? Yes, thank, thank you.
1: Thank you, All right, so we're going to take the last question for today. But PTA will be back. In Jesus' name. PTA will be (laughs) back. All right, let's take the last question for today. You can go ahead. All right, good afternoon, PTA. Thank you so much for that powerful administration. I just have a question to ask on behalf of a friend. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) proof is here. The proof is here, y'all. It's all right. It's cool. Okay, um, I just wanted to ask for clarification on one of the lies you explain Satan tells. Especially the one about a man stating that he just wants to be friends for the secret purpose of searching for other women. What if the man states he would prefer to be friends in this period of his life as he is still navigating his finances, education, and
2: spiritual life? Do we remain friends and pursue a relationship at a later time, or is he a liar?
1: Okay, do we pursue the relationship or is he a liar? Do we just maintain the friendship for now or?
2: Okay. So, the way it works is, guys are, the way the brain of a guy works is totally different from the way the brain of a girl works. So, but ladies for most part, we confuse the way we think to the way guys think. Guys are hunters they aren't they have to if you um if you if someone comes to you for instance and you're just so easy and ready to go it moves away except he wants sex with you but really in a case where you want to start a relationship every relationship has to start from friendship every relationship a biblical relationship has to start from friendship But however, it should not stay on the friendship zone forever. So I think that's what I'm saying. So in a case where he tells you, oh no, I just want us um, to be friends. And you can be friends. But we can't be friends in the times of um, dating. It's a slippery slope from going from friendship when the intentions are not made known, when there are no clear intentions. When there are no clear intentions, it's very easy for the guy to raise up his hands and say, well, I didn't tell you we were, we were going out or we were cutting. I said we were friends. And then he brings, he goes to another set of, you know, he goes to your friend and it becomes an item with that while you have been friends forever my chest. so remember that in every relationship it starts with friendship it has to start with friendship if it doesn't start with friendship that's a, a relationship of a prostitute then if it doesn't start with friendship it's only a prostitute that you have an affair with and you just drop money it's transactional so it has to be, we start with friendship. But when we start with friendship, it has to graduate into whatever it is that you want. Do you want us to, are we just platonic friends or this is going to be a romantic relationship? You have to make that intention known. If it's a case of, I just want to be a platonic friend, that's a different ballgame. But I've seen platonic friends turn into, and that's why I, I avoid that intentionally i don't know if that answers you you have to start with friendship but please don't stay in the friendship zone and then when it's tried is 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 spoken to you from um 10 a.m at night till 3 a.m and you are friends then then when it's time so those if you are friends then your you know what you know how you are friends with your girlfriends right it should be the same thing that we shouldn't be talking endlessly and then it gets to the point where you now feel that oh i'm really liking this person you know we've really spoken a lot and then it shifts to another person so that's why your friendship zone should be that phase should be as short as it gets except you both have um, an understanding that you know what we are never going to go out we're never going to date we are just friends. And I don't know how that works. Thank you so much on her behalf. Thank you. All right guys,
1: let's give it up for Pastor Tuckman.